0: Hey there, Zoomers. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we are going to talk about how you can drive real results with social media and how you can move from social media buzz to social media bucks. There's a big, big difference between buzz and bucks. And we're going to talk about the difference and how you can achieve real business results. So buzz marketing, word of mouth marketing, influence marketing, you know the buzzwords. You want people talking about you and your brand. We all do. There's nothing wrong with us wanting such. And we need to have those things happening so that we can increase brand awareness, brand equity. We can grow our market, enter new market, grow our business. The question though is, are you generating buzz that leads to bucks? Or are you generating buzz wishing that you had more bucks? Hopefully you also want business results. Buzz will not pay your office rent, your salaries, or the monthly subscription for all those tools you use to keep the buzz going, to keep all your influence scores up, and the list goes on and on, doesn't it? What is happening to businesses today with the introduction of social media? Why are so many getting caught up in the buzz and losing grip of marketing 101, and Business 101. We work with clients of all sizes, from small startups to large corporate Fortune 50 brands. And one of the first things we do when working with a new client is conduct a social media marketing and digital audit. We dig in deep and do the double click to understand what they are doing and what exact business results they are driving or attempting to achieve. Doing such requires us to look at their business and their marketing plans. We take a look at their audiences, the competition, the digital platforms, and more. It is a normal day's course for us to find that even many of the organizations who believe they are rocking the social world really are not producing real bucks. They fall into a world of buzz and are left wondering, where are all the bucks? We see their budgets and teams get slaughtered, laid off. Their management is not signing off on their plans, and they are therefore not getting the executive and stakeholder support that they need to be successful. They're not getting the buy-in that they need because they're not able to prove more than buzz. And it's a very dangerous marketing cycle as they find themselves addicted to the buzz, yet the buzz is not driving business outcomes. It's not a place you want to be. So let's talk about why are most businesses missing out on the social media bucks? Number one, they are not aligning social media to business objectives. So they are not figuring out and doing the work that they need to do to figure out how they can align their social media efforts to real business goals. Number two, they are focusing too much on buzz instead of bucks and real business results. Three, they have not properly planned Number four reason is that they have not even set goals or objectives. They don't even know what they're trying to achieve, where they're going and why. Number five is they don't really even know their audience. They don't know who they are and how they can best serve them. Number six is they don't know how to measure results and have not selected the proper KPIs, key performance indicators, to set goals for and measure their success. Number seven, they are speaking the wrong language to executive management. They talk in likes, follows, and clicks when management wants to hear how they are going to drive real revenue, increase customer satisfaction, and drive real business results that can be measured. Number eight is they are not empowering employees and leveraging their greatest brand asset they have, which is their own internal advocates. And number nine is they are not creating content that is relevant to their audience and helps them solve real life and business problems. And number 10 is they are unprepared and impatient. And two of the top reasons that we always see businesses not achieving as good results as they would like to receive or should be receiving is because number one, they are unprepared. They are not properly planning. They are not setting goals. They're not doing all the things that we talked about so far where they are slowing down so they can speed up. They want to just hop on the social networks and make things happen they are impatient. The key is that you have to slow down to speed up. The biggest fallacy out there about social media is that it is free. The truth is it's not free because it takes our greatest asset, which is time. And so how you are spending your time leveraging social media, integrating it into your business, integrating it into your marketing strategies and tactics is so very important. Hopping onto Facebook, hopping onto Twitter, setting up a Twitter account, making it beautiful with a customized background, doing the same on every single social network, that is the easy part. The social rubber hits the road with real results when you focus on aligning to business goals, when you focus on really understanding your audience figuring out how you can drive the most value. When we work with clients of all sizes, we are usually shocked at how many businesses are 100% confident that they are on the right track. Many of them are proud of their influence scores, they brag about retweets, top influencers, and who they are engaging with. However, when we do the double click, the data usually shows something different. And when we ask for their business or marketing plan, oftentimes it's a work in progress or I don't have that or we really don't have goals or I can't really identify my top three audiences, but yet they're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on a social media and web team. So it's not that they're spending a ton of money always on advertising, but they have a whole team dedicated to these efforts. A social media team that is chartered with helping the company meet objectives that are not documented nor clearly understood by even one person on the team, bingo, there's our first problem. And note this scenario is not just small mom and pop shops, but businesses of all sizes. Some new in market and many are leaders, are soon to be leaders in their niche. Bottom line, they should know better. And maybe I'm speaking to you. If you are a business or marketing leader and you have forgotten about business and marketing 101, then it may be time that we get back to the basics, people. Oftentimes, because businesses don't have a business plan or even a basic. Understanding of their target audience, they have no priorities and they're trying to be everything to everybody. Can you relate? Yes, they are well on their way to being nothing to nobody. And this happens all the time. And if this is you, I'm not trying to beat you up. I really want to just move you forward. And when doing the double click on these online conversations that a lot of our clients are having, they're usually just talking to themselves. So they're talking to their own employees, their partners, and their friends. And yes, I do believe relationships are important. So don't go sending tweets to me saying I'm missing the whole heartbeat of social media thing. Go check out our video heartbeat of social media. Just do a Google search and you'll find it. And it, shares with you what we believe we truly believe that the heartbeat of social media is people it's human beings and it's real relationships so trust me i get this i preach it it's about people and it's about partners and it's about friends however my point is that if you are only focusing on quote unquote engaging which is what you hear so many experts talk about and you are only talking to yourself all day and those who are also only wanting to engage to inflate their influence scores and ignoring your target audience or leaving them out of the conversation because you have no understanding of who they are, what they want, what they want to talk about, or what they need from you, then it's very highly unlikely that you are ever going to see a solid return on the investment in your social media, your web team that you just hired. Because at some point you must have a relevant conversation with the right people. Because what's happening to these businesses we're describing, they are addicted to the buzz and they are skipping the entire planning process because the buzz feels good and they have a problem turning it off. It's like a bad IV that is stuck so deeply in the vein that removing it will not be easy. So the CEO, the CFO, the EVP of sales, they're all addicted to these buzz numbers. They like the retweets. They like the fact that their Twitter following is growing and I am not by any means discounting the importance of community-based metrics. Community metrics are a foundation to the metrics and the goals at the top of the pyramid, such as ROI, brand equity, and customer satisfaction. However, I am clearly stating that if you are only basing your success on retweets, on influence scores, and popularity, then you are standing on very unstable social ground. And if you really want to become a social business and see real business results then you must be open to a mindset shift, a change. So the question is, do you have the guts to sit through an entire meeting with factual data of what is really happening in your social world? Because any good agency or consultant worth their Twitter handle, influence score and following should have the guts and knowledge to provide you the real data and help you set priorities and decisions for how to best embed social within the DNA of your business, not just increase your influence scores. That's one of the first things you really need to focus on when you are moving from buzz to bucks is make sure you know the difference between a buzz number and a return on your investment, a buck number. So is this you? Do you feel that you are falling victim to retweets, replies, mention, and influence scores over real business? If your answer is yes, then I will congratulate you because the first step is acknowledging that you need to get on the social buzz recovery program. So let's shift gears a little bit and let's help you with how are you going to move from buzz to bucks. How do you get out of this cycle? How do you delete the dependency on buzz and shift the focus to real business results? And the things we are going to talk about today will work for any industry, any niche it does not matter the size of your organization the structure of your business these are functional business and marketing elements that any brand and any person wanting to see real result integrating social media and digital marketing into their business should be doing and following and these tips are not for the light-hearted or those who are looking for the quick social media get rich quick pill because people that doesn't exist So let's dig in and talk about some things that you can actually do, how you can roll up your sleeves to start moving from social media buzz to social media bucks. You ready? Okay, the first thing I want you to do is give yourself permission to slow down to speed up. We may have a drop in buzz numbers for the short term while you figure out how you are going to move to more bucks But remember, our goal is not just buzz, it's bucks, right? So in giving ourselves permission to slow down to speed up for the short term, we are going to be able to do things like eliminate random acts of marketing. And if you have ever heard me speak, if you've ever been in one of my training courses, if you follow my blog, listen to these podcasts, probably if you've ever met me and we've talked about business or marketing, you've heard me preach about random maxim marketing because it is one of the top things that stops businesses of all sizes from ever seeing a return on their investment. And there is a lot of common ground between random maxim marketing, aka Rammies, and buzz. They both feel good for the short term. It feels great when we knock a random act of marketing task off of our list. A lot of time, random acts of marketing are nothing more than just that, random. They are things that go on a list that make us feel good for the short term that for the long term, they aren't going to provide a lot of return because they lack the funding, they lack the integration with the rest of the business, they have no plan and they have no measurable outcomes. And Buzz has a lot of that same feeling with it where it feels good, we like to see those retweets, those shares, those comments and those likes, but they may not even be coming from the right people. And next we wanna remind ourselves that our goal is not to plug our business into Facebook. Instead, we want social media to plug into our business. So fit Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter into your business, not the other way around. Next, we want to shut up and listen. Yes, I said shut up. We need to listen more than we talk. And regardless if you are a seasoned marketing veteran or a newbie in the digital online world, the first thing you need to do is listen. Social listening and monitoring can help you better understand your customer, your target markets, your competition. You must know what you are getting into before you jump in head first. And if you're not seeing results and you jumped in, and all you do all day is plan what you are going to post about, what you're going to tweet about, what you're going to put on Facebook, what cool digital, you know, visual materials you're going to push out there, if all of your effort is Is focused on pushing. I really encourage you to slow down, to speed up, and listen for a little bit. What are people talking about? What are they saying about you? Who is talking about you? Is anybody talking about you? How is the sentiment of those conversations? Where are they wanting to talk to you and with you, your peers and your competition? What tone are they using to communicate? And how can you best become a positive part of that conversation? Chances are there are conversations happening in your honor that you don't even know about if you have not been doing social listening. And now is the time to figure out how you can join the conversation in the most natural and most relevant and compelling way possible versus just forcing out information 24 hours a day. Next, I want you to take a quick inventory of all of your available data and your metrics. So, what tools do you have access to? What data and reports can you access? Track these in a simple spreadsheet with a specific summary of the data and the source. Do a quick analysis of the summary and all of your key metrics. Take the time to do the double click. What's going on? Take a look at your Google Analytics and see how people are behaving on your web properties. What are the demographics of your Facebook community? What are the demographics of your Twitter community? Do the double click and if you don't know how to do this, get somebody to help you. And once you do this analysis, figure out what have you learned to date? Where do you need to improve? And as you do this, you need to make sure that you are very focused on your business goals and objectives. If you already have a business and marketing plan, dust it off and get it out. Make sure everybody on your marketing and social media team are aware of what your business goals are. Do not pass go or move to any further step of developing and implementing your plan until you know what your goals and objectives are for your business. Take the time to ensure that all of your stakeholders and your key team members are trained on the plan and can recite and understand the the top goals and objectives in their sleep if they had to. That should be your goal. Because a plan, a goal, and an objective means nothing in your business unless somebody is actually executing it. Easily understood, is time-bound, realistic, and can be achieved. And if you don't have a plan, then that's the first thing you need to do is go create one. You must have business goals and objectives. And if you need help in developing your social business, social marketing plan, I encourage you to download our free white paper at socialzoomfactor.com slash plan, And that will provide you with eight steps that you can take to develop a comprehensive social business plan. And you're not going to develop it overnight. You're going to need to roll up your sleeves, get to work. You can do this. So the next thing you need to do is to know your audience and you must have a clear understanding of who you want to inspire and connect with. Download another one of our worksheets at socialzoomfactor.com audience, which will quickly help you prioritize your audience and put together a social media framework for you to build your plan. And think about things as in what objectives does your audience have? What is it they're wanting to achieve? Not just what are you trying to sell them, but what are they wanting to accomplish? And then think about what goals do you have for the audience? What do you want them to achieve? How can you help them? How can you better empower them? How can you better support them, inspire them, offer them community? How do you want that relationship to be with them? Do you want a more intimate relationship with them? What do you need to do to get there? Oftentimes, businesses don't think about, relationships and the fact that those can be nurtured through mediums such as social media and email marketing and traditional marketing. They just think of pushing out content and pushing out their message. But think about relationships and how you can leverage social media to nurture those relationships, to establish new relationships, and to take existing relationships to the next level, to 10 levels higher than where it is today. Next, I want you to make sure that you know yourself. I know this may sound funny, but make sure you understand who you are and the value that you provide to your target markets, to your existing markets, to your existing communities. What do they think of you today? And you can do simple things like look at your Twitter list that you've been added to. Those are oftentimes a huge eye-opener as to what people think of you. And I remember when I first hopped on Twitter and started our first agency back in 2009, late 2009 is when I started the first agency that we sold within two years. And I remember just jumping on Twitter, going headfirst. And my whole goal was just to do some social listening and to really understand the ecosystem. And I had worked in corporate marketing and business for over 15 years, and I knew the power of slowing down to speed up. And I knew that I needed to invest in relationships. I needed to understand what this thing called social media was and what was the difference between social media and social business and understand how all these tools fit together and what really mattered and How are we going to measure results? So I had the luxury of spending about six months just doing that. I didn't even start my blog, which is PamMarketingNut.com, until almost a year after launching our business. At first, I just had our agency blog. And I'll tell you, within six months of launching my personal blog, it was top of the charts on all of the blog ranking platforms that are out there. And we immediately hit huge wins. And I'll tell you, I would not have achieved those huge wins so fast had I started that personal blog clear back a year ago to that when I had started my agency. Because at that time, I wasn't ready. I didn't know what my market needed. And so if you are providing content, if you are pushing out content constantly and you don't know what your audience needs, you could be doing more damage to your brand than actually helping your brand. And although your intentions may be good, it could be that you're hurting your perception of your brand more than you're helping it. And I see a ton of businesses, both large and small, falling to this. And so make sure you understand who you are, if you don't have a brand architecture, if you don't have a message architecture, you need to invest in one. You need to create what we call a message house, which is basically your message platform, your message Bible. You want to create once and use many. So create a platform that you can then leverage for the next two to three years with all of your content. It will make things so much easier. And then every time you have a campaign, you're not going to have to go reinvent the wheel. By slowing down to speed up, knowing who you are knowing who your audience is knowing what you have to offer them you can create a platform that will serve them for the next five years if you do it right And I have brand architectures that I developed over 10 years ago back in corporate America, and they are still out there surviving. Some of the same web content is still alive, even after large companies and their platforms have been acquired by companies such as Oracle. I still have the same content I wrote over 10 years ago that still has a life because we took the time to slow down to speed up. We knew who we were. We knew what we had to offer our audience, and we knew what they needed, and you need to do the same thing. It will pay off in the end, trust me. Because failing to plan is truly planning to fail. And so many of the companies that we see addicted to social media buzz are really addicted to social media buzz because they can't get the books. And we know because they come to us to help them. And what's happened is unfortunately, marketing VPs, directors, social media community managers, you name it, they have been part of the problem, even though they didn't mean to, in creating dependency around social media buzz. Because when you don't have a real ROI, and the only data you have to really show your stakeholders and prove that you have some type of return or try to, is the social media buzz metrics. So we need to remove that IV and delete our dependency on the buzz. And the way we're going to do that is to properly plan, know our audience, know ourselves, build that brand architecture, build that message architecture, so we know how we should be communicating with our audiences. The next thing we need to do is make sure that we get our team on board. And I know that some of you are working out there in organizations where you may not have any team supporting you, and you're pretty much a one man or one woman show. You may not have a team to get on board. But your goal is that soon you will have a team because trust me, you're not going to be able to do this all by yourself for the medium or long term. But your goal is to get your team on board, whoever that may be. So even if you are in a small organization, you want to be able to get your cross-functional team members on board. You want to be able to get your executive stakeholders, maybe it's your board of directors, your CEO, the C-suite, because the sooner that you can help them understand where you're going and why, the better support you're going to get. Don't just try to go it solo if you have other internal and external resources that can help you better meet the goals, even if at this point they don't understand where you're going and maybe are not even supportive of what you're doing. Next, you need to get real with your team skill set and available resources. If your team doesn't have the necessary skills to enable success, then you must either train them or figure out how you are going to obtain the necessary skills. You may need to outsource some work for the short term. You may need to augment your team some and start with a partnership type of engagement with an agency or a consultant that can help you. We do this a lot with our clients where we will start the engagement where we are responsible for more of the tasks and the planning and the execution than the client as we are bringing them up to speed and training them with a solid goal and set of goals and objectives for how their team is going to be trained, how we are going to implement processes, create a center of excellence and those types of things that enable us to pass that baton and enable their team then to take on those responsibilities. Next, you wanna define what you are going to measure and how you're going to measure it. Stop right now wasting time and money on measurement tools and technologies and platforms if you have not set proper key performance indicators, goals and objectives for what you wanna measure and why. But once you have those goals and objectives, then it's time to start selecting the tools and technology that's going to help you measure that so you can continue to rinse, repeat, and optimize. Next, we wanna get real with the data. So we want to look at things like our engagement metrics. Who are you talking to on the social networks? That is so very important. And ever being able to move from only social media buzz to also some social media bucks. We must know who we're talking to and are we talking to the right people? Are we talking to them about the right type of content? Are we engaged in the right circle of communities and influencers and friends? Or are you only engaging with people who talk back to you? Are you only engaging with people that are helping you increase your influence scores? Believe it or not, there's a lot of people that do this. They install such things as, the clout widget into whatever software they're using, whether that be Hootsuite or the Google Chrome plugin, and they decide who they're going to engage with even in personal conversations, human to human conversations based on somebody's clout score. And I'll tell you, I do not keep any of those installed on any of my platforms. I do not determine who I'm going to engage with on the social networks based on a clout or other influence score. Basically, if you make me laugh or you make me think, you give me some information that's going to help inspire me, going to help me take my business to the next level, then I'm going to probably reply to you. I'm probably going to share your content. Who you are matters so much more to me And what you have to offer to help me and what I can help offer you to grow your business and your life means so much more to me than your silly influence or clout score. And I think if you are basing and prioritizing who you're going to talk to online so you can just get social media buzz and increase that score, you are headed for a road of Disaster. And it may feel good for the short term, but over the long term, I promise you it's not going to provide the business results that I know you want to achieve. So, as you're getting real with this data, you also want to be looking at things like your conversion funnel. First question, I guess, is do you have a conversion funnel? Do you know what action you want your community, your readers, and your audience to take? Should they opt into your email list? Do you want them to watch a video, subscribe to a video? Do you want them to listen to a podcast? You need to get very specific. People like to be told what to do as long as you're helping them. And that's different than spamming somebody and saying, hey, come check out my blog. No, once they're already engaged on your platforms, wherever that may be, if they're listening to a podcast, if they are listening and watching a video, if they are reading your blog post, Go ahead and guide them and tell them what they need to do. Tell them what that next step is to move forward in a deeper relationship with you. And if you have gaps in this area regarding your conversion funnel, you are going to have to slow down to speed up. Get your email service platform up and running. Set up those email templates as you have planned to do the past couple years. Set your goals and objectives and a metrics and measurement system. Create a set of compelling call to action deliverables that you can use to drive people in deeper to your funnel. Because creating buzz without a conversion funnel is almost like creating buzz in a vacuum and then expecting to get results. This is where the social rubber is going to hit the road of social bucks. And make sure that you are creating relevant and useful content. And hopefully I don't have to educate you that driving real results with social media is going to require useful and relevant content. If you create buzzworthy content, you will generate organic buzz. But your mission is to figure out where your audience is hanging out online and how you can have the most relevant conversation with them. So think in terms of context and relevancy, not just quantity. Create content that helps your ideal customer solve problems. Make it useful, understandable, digestible, and relevant to who and where they are in life and business today. And one of the first things you want to do is make sure that you are able to leverage the content you already have. And the best way to do that is to do a quick, inventory analysis of your content. And you can download a worksheet that we have at socialzoomfactor.com slash content inventory. It provides you with the spreadsheet that basically has three columns. Each piece of your content, will have one of three statuses and it's either in, it's out, or it needs updated. And this is a great tool for you to use if you are struggling with getting the proper budget funded within your organization for you to invest in content. Because oftentimes executives will just remember the big number they gave you for an event last year or for a program that you launched, but what they don't realize is maybe that content had a time window on it. Maybe that content is old or it was only for a particular Audience, And so you want to make sure that you're tracking what content do you have? What audience does it serve? And is it relevant to today and your business goals and objectives? Is it going to serve the needs of your top three audiences? Do you have the right content for each of your audiences? If you don't, you're going to need to find a way to get that funded and to get that content created. Otherwise, your efforts are honestly going to really struggle in getting any type of real business return. And then you want to make sure that you create a content editorial calendar as well. And we have a template for that too. Just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash calendar and it will provide you a comprehensive daily and weekly calendar that you can put together so you know exactly what content you are creating and when and for what audiences. And it will help you rope your team in if that's what you're needing to do. It'll help you tap into other people within your organization who could possibly write content for you. It'll help you tap into the power of external folks who could provide content. And then you can put together a content calendar and plan and be able to better leverage resources across the board. It will really help you maximize your time and your investment. And with everything you're doing, just remember that relationships are the life raft to social business and technology evolution. And I just did a recent podcast on this. I've written a ton about this over the years. So just make sure not to focus only on vanity metrics, number of fans and followers. So focus on creating memorable experiences and establishing, nurturing and growing relationships that are going to be mutually beneficial to both parties. Give more than you take, share your best stuff and you are organically going to attract the right people. They will organically move through your conversion funnel which is going to help you achieve your business goals. It's going to help you move from social media buzz to social media bucks. Focus on strategies, plans, and tactics and content that will help you foster relationships, not destroy them before you hardly get a chance to say hello and someone's calling you a spammer. So after you've done your research, you know your audience, you know who you are, you know your objectives, you have a plan, you know how you're going to measure these things, you've stomped random acts of marketing, or you at least have a plan to do these things, then it's time for you to get started on plan B. Or it could be plan C, D, E, or F. Whatever it is, you've come this far, so don't give up. This is the plan that if you do it right, you will succeed. Integrate it with your business. Focus more on your audience than yourself. Listen more than you talk. And don't just focus on the tools and the technology. Focus on the art as much as you do the science of social media. If you need help, get help. Hire an agency, hire a consultant, give us a call. We can point you in the right direction or help you ourselves. And make sure they have the know-how not only to analyze what you have done to date, but also help you build a plan that helps you optimize and improve with the goal of further integrating social media into your business. Make sure that they can help you leverage what you have and just take that to the next level for increased results. And remember that social media, becoming a social business, is a journey, not a destination. You must invest in planning and training and the journey to grow, to learn, and to empower others. You must know where you want to go, know where your audience wants to go, and know how you're going to get there. And social media and technology and business, the world is changing faster than any of us can keep up embrace the fact that you will be constantly evolving. Get used to having the plan B and the plan C and the plan D. Embrace the opportunities, fail fast, and look at them as opportunities to improve. Don't look at change as an obstacle because it's a guarantee that things are gonna change. Instead, build your team, pack your bags, and get ready for the journey of your lifetime. If you enjoyed this podcast today, I encourage you to subscribe to our entire series on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or out on SoundCloud. Download the resources that we referenced and you can find all of those out on this show notes page, which is socialzoomfactor.com slash 023. Thank you so much for your time today or tonight, whenever it is you're listening to this. I am honored that you take time out of your busy schedule to listen to me, the marketing nut. And I hope that this information provides you value. Please be sure to let us know the questions you have and what you'd like to see covered in future podcasts. You can just go to socialzoomfactor.com/slash-ask-pam and leave me a little voicemail there, and let me know what you want to hear. I will then be playing some of those voicemails on future shows as a question and answering the question live on the show. So again, thank you so much